3: Huh?
4: Over here, Matt. Oh,
3: right. Well, how are you, Kitty? Where'd you get the crowd?
4: Oh, some trail herd just came in. Circle B, I think.
3: Uh-huh.
4: Come on upstairs and have a drink with me. I gotta get clear here for a few minutes.
3: All right, let's go. Yeah, they are kind of loud, aren't they? They
4: sure are. You ever get fed up with it, Matt?
3: Uh, fed up with what?
4: Everything. <laughs> Come on in. Oh, make yourself to home. Ah, oh, thank
3: you. What's bothering you, Kitty?
4: Oh, nothing special. Just the whim whams, I guess. Oh. Pour us a drink.
3: Okay. You know, since you're fed up, why don't you get out of it? Go back east.
4: Get married and settle down. <laughs> Nice quiet bank clerk, a tub of wash, and a cook stove.
3: <laughs> and, uh, kids.
4: I like kids. Let's have that drink.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, uh...
4: I'm not getting out, neither are you. So let's live while we still go oh. for if that's some drunken herder, so help me
1: out. Yes? You sit downstairs. Marshall was up here. Well, come
4: in. Matt?
3: What's well, on your mind, fella? I thought maybe you could give me some information, Marshal. I'm looking for some folks named Crail, Mr. and Ms. John Crail. I understand they've got a place around Dodge somewhere. Ah, uh, yes, Miss Crail does. John Crail died about three years ago. No. Are you an old friend of theirs? They're my folks. My ma and pa. What? I'm Billy Crail. Maybe they mentioned me. Oh, why? uh... Yeah, yeah, your uh, mother's always said that you'd come home someday. She, she's never given up hoping. How is she, Marshal? Well, she's not too good. She's got a big ranch on her hands. She's been trying to run it alone since your dad died. You, uh, think she'll recognize you? She might not at first. It's been 17 years since I run away from home. Yeah. a kid does crazy things. Maybe not right at first, but I'll convince her, all right. Yeah, you probably will. She'll even help you do it. Where you been all these years, Willie? Just drifting. Here, there. You know how it goes. Yeah, sure. How do I get out to the place? Uh, I'm anxious to see you. It's uh, about five miles east of town. You just follow down river. You can't miss it. Thanks a lot, Marshal. I guess we'll see each other again since I'm going to settle down here. Oh, sure. So long.
4: All right. Let's
3: have it. Huh? What do you mean, Kitty? Oh, I know
4: you, Matt. Something was wrong there. What was it?
3: Well, it's just this, Kitty. A few years ago, Miss Crail asked me to try to trace her son for her. I did it. But then I didn't have the heart to tell her. Tell her what? I got a report back from the war office. Billy Crail had joined the Union Army at the start of the war. He was killed in action at the Battle of Shiloh.
4: (laughs)
2: Stands out from all the rest. Miracle tip, much more flavor.
4: L&M's got everything. It's
0: the best. Yes, L&M's got everything. Superior filtration, superior taste. Superior filtration because of L&M's superior filter. White, all white, pure white. The purest tip that ever touched your lip superior taste because of l and superior tobaccos. Tasty, full of flavor, and light and mild. No doubt about it, L&M is America's best filter tip cigarette. This is it, L&M, L&M filters.
4: filters. L&M's got everything. It's, it's the, the best. best.
1: Circlers circular's blue in the face. There's cutthroats, cattle rustlers, horse thieves, bank robbers, anything you can think of. Ain't nearly one of them fits the description of that Crail fella.
3: I just keep looking, Chester. Might be two or three years back, but I've seen that face of his somewhere. And it had to be in one of these circulars. Well, I just don't
1: understand how he figures to get away with it. You can't fool a man's own ma.
3: I might in this case. She hasn't seen him since he was a boy, and she's pretty old now. Her eyesight's failing her, her memory's none too good.
1: Well, he we got a ranch and all the money she's got put away He you sure seems. Wait a minute, Chester. You find something, Mr.
3: Jones? Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought so. He sure looks like him, all right. It is him. Three years ago. Height, 6'1", one, weight, 185, sandy complexion, so on, so
2: I'm on. Sure so fits
3: on. him. Wanted in Lubbock for questioning in connection with the holdup of the Lone Star Bank. Previous arrest: Pecos Crossin, cattle theft, acquitted for lack of evidence. Convicted San Antonio eight years ago, armed robbery, served four years, paroled. Known associates: Nate Barger and Ponca City kid. Reward: One thousand dollars. Calls himself Johnny Red. Well, <laughs> Mister, Mister, let's go get him.
1: him know around. Now,
3: ah, that's good. I was hoping I could talk to Ms. Crail first. Think you'll put up a fight, Mr. Dillon? I don't know, Chester. Who is it? Uh, it's Marshal Dillon, ma'am.
5: Well, if this ain't a surprise now, come on in and set a spell,
3: Marshal. Oh, thank you, Ms. Crail.
5: Good to see you, Marshal. And you, too, Mr. Proudfoot, isn't it?
2: Uh, yes, ma'am, please.
5: <laughs> I wasn't too sure. My eyes ain't quite... Well, come on in, gentlemen. Oh, last you I do like company, and it seems like nobody ever comes out this way no more. Now, set yourselves down there now. Oh, well,
3: thank you. Uh, rest your
5: feet, and I'll get you a cup of coffee.
3: Oh, uh, don't bother, Miss Crail. We, we don't have much time.
5: Time! Take no time. I got it already made. I'm just fixing to
3: have some myself. You might take your hat off. just. Landline. To... Oh.
5: If your body can't do a little something for a company, she ain't fit to have none.
3: <laughs> well, I, I guess it does get pretty lonesome out here, too.
5: Well, it did. Oh, I've got a big surprise to tell you about, Marshall.
3: Your, uh, son?
5: Oh, shucks. The way gossip flies around Dodge City, your body couldn't have a chance to get ahead of it. <laughs> oh, here you are.
3: Thank you. Yes, Thank sir.
5: you. He's come home. Just like I always knew he would.
3: Has, uh, has he changed much, Miss Quill?
5: Oh, good heavens, yes. Well, he was just a boy when he went away, and now he's a grown-up man. He's fine and then strong. Uh-huh.
3: Now, then there's no doubt in your mind that this really is Billy.
5: Huh? Uh, that's downright silly, Marshal. But you can't fool a mother. Can always tell her own. Why, the second Billy walked up on that porch and said, How are you, Ma, I knew him just like that. Uh, I see. You know, I'd been sort of going downhill since John passed on. The work was hard. And seemed like I'd kind of lost my reason for living. I don't think I'd have lasted much.
3: Well, now, Miss Craig. Oh, Crale, but I... it's
5: different now. The minute Billy put his arm around me, I started feeling like a young woman again. And I still do. Well, I'm happier than I've been in years.
3: Yes, ma'am, you sure seem to be.
5: My son's come home. Could a mother ask for more?
3: No, ma'am, I I guess not. I I suppose that is all that matters.
5: That's all. Well... Oh, I'm sorry, Marshal. I've been talking a leg off you. I haven't even thought to ask what brings you out this way. Why,
3: nothing, Miss Kraylis. Uh, matter of fact, we just rode off for a friendly visit.
5: Oh, well, I'm mighty glad you did, Marshal. You'd stop by just any time. And you, too, Mr. Proudfoot.
3: Well, I thank you, ma'am. Well, thank you for the coffee, ma'am, and uh, goodbye.
5: Uh,
1: goodbye. 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 Yeah, you, you couldn't have done nothing else, Mr. Dillon. Oh, it would have broke her heart if you'd have told her.
3: Yeah, I guess so, but she's going to find out anyway sooner or later. When he steals her blind and then runs out on her. That's a bad deal, Chester, any way you look at it. Marshal, kind of sets you a problem, don't it? Well, I may set a few problems for you before I'm done with you, Johnny. And break an old lady's heart? I don't think so, Marshal. And the name is Billy, by the way. Billy Crail. Not in Lubbock. Lubbock? Where is that? Don't worry, Johnny. When I send you back, there'll be somebody along to show you the way. I don't know why you keep on calling me Johnny. Because that's your name, Johnny Red. Bank robber, gunman, cattle thief. You fell out the list. Maybe you could get my mother to fill it out. Miss Crail's an old woman. She doesn't know that her son was killed at the Battle of Shiloh. That report was a mistake, Marshal, but I figured it was best to let it stand. See, I deserted
1: two weeks before Shiloh. Oh,
3: yeah, sure you did.
1: I don't know where you got this crazy idea on somebody named Johnny Red. And before you go off half-cocked, I'd say it might be a good idea to check with the sheriff in Lubbock. Meanwhile, I figure it's like your friend there was saying. You wouldn't want to break an old woman's heart would you
2: Patient this afternoon. Did somebody die? Oh, oh, no, no. You kind of figure on that happening, but you don't count on them getting well on
3: you. (laughs) And they don't very often. Well, who was it that pulled this mean trick on you?
2: Old Lady Crail. Oh? Mm-hmm. A month ago, I wouldn't have figured her to live through the winter. I even thought she might leave me something in her will, too, but I... uh... (laughs) Well, doggone it, she was jumping around out there this morning as chipper as a young filly.
3: Ah, she's a young mother now.
2: Well, that's no joke, Matt. That's exactly what it is. That boy of hers has been home three weeks now, and it's made a new woman out of her.
3: Yeah. Only he's not really her boy, Doc.
2: Huh? Well, now, what do you mean by that?
3: He's an ex-convict from Texas. I had a reward circular on him from Lubbock.
2: Oh, now, wait a minute, Matt. He might be able to fool other people by his know, own I mother... know, I know.
3: A mother can always tell her own,
2: huh? That's right, yeah. Well,
3: maybe this is the exception that proves the rule.
2: Well, if you really think that, and if he's wanted, well, why aren't you going out there and arrest him? I
3: got no charge against him, Doc. A wired Lubbock seems he was wanted, but not anymore. They already picked him up and then turned him loose for lack of evidence.
2: Well, if he's not Billy Crayle, then what's he up to? What's his reason?
3: Well, you know how much that ranch is worth and Ms. Crail keeps ever since she's got out there at the place because she doesn't trust banks. What more reason would a man like that need? You better come quick, Mr. Dillon.
1: Now,
3: what's wrong, Chester?
1: Jake just brought the on stage in. He got held up right outside of town. They shot the guard. <laughs>
3: through here, please.
1: Please, will you stand aside and let Doc get in there? Please. Well, they finally got to me, Marshal. How'd it happen, Jake? Oldest thing I ever seen. was about three miles out of town. they throwed some cottonwood limbs across the trail so I'd have to pull up, and that's when they
3: jumped me. How many
1: of them? Just two. A couple I'd never seen before. Brassy as sin. Didn't even bother to wear masks, And they hauled off and shot Barney there without even giving him a chance. What did they get, Jake? The cash box. I don't know how much was in it. Oh, Matt. Yeah, Doc.
2: There's nothing I can do for him, Matt. Two bullets right under the ribs. I doubt if he even knew what hit him.
3: Well, take charge of it, will you, Doc? Matt,
4: somebody said Barney got shot.
3: Yeah, he's dead, Kitty. Oh.
1: Jake, uh... Would you recognize either of those men? Oh, sure. Like I say, they didn't worry none about being seen. One of them was a tall, skinny fella, and the other one was a kind of a kid. The tall one called him Ponka. Ponca? Monka. They were strangers, though. They ain't from around here.
4: Well, sounds like a couple of fellas I saw on the Long Branch today, talking to Billy Crail. Oh? Billy finally left, but they stayed for another hour or so talking real serious together.
3: Those two gunmen, Jake, where'd they head for when they left you?
1: Well, it was a funny thing. I figured they'd make a run south. Instead, they rode east, downriver. That trail don't lead nowhere.
3: Yeah, except to the Crail Ranch.
0: the thousands of smokers who are changing to L&M every day, to the millions who now smoke L&M, here is your assurance. L&M gives superior filtration because of its superior filter, superior taste because of l and superior tobaccos. Yes, L&M tobaccos are tasty, full of flavor, and light and mild. And l and superior filter is the purest tip that ever touched your lip. It's white, all white. Truly the miracle tip, because when it's added to L&M's superior tobacco, it actually tones up the taste, actually improves your enjoyment of this great cigarette. Yes, L&M's got everything. Superior taste, superior tobacco, superior filter. That's why it's America's best filter tip cigarette. Try L&M today
2: you mm-hmm.
3: Too quiet, maybe. No lights, neither. Pull up, Chester. Let's walk from here. Yes, sir. All right, now watch yourself. am. Now, when I jerk the screen open, I'm going to go in fast. I'll keep you covered, Mr. Dillon. All right, Chester, come on in. See if you can find a lamp, huh?
1: Well, I think there was one over here on the table the other day. Yeah, here it is. Well,
3: light it and bring it over here. Yes,
1: sir. Come on, come on. Here you are, Mr. Dillon. Oh, my. Hold the lamp down. Mr. Dillon?
3: Yeah, she's
1: dead. She's been beat bad, too
3: Well, it's not questioning he's wanted for now It's murder
2: Reach on. It's Both of you on.
3: Oh, it's you, Marshal Who are you expecting, Johnny? Nate Barker and the Ponca City Kid That's right They're down there They're digging by the riverbank But they'll be back. They won't find what they were... Johnny, who shot you? I don't know which one of them it was. It don't matter, though. I'll last till they get back. But not long enough for a murder charge, (laughs) Marshal. Don't try for your gun, Marshal. I'm not that much of a fool. Not with yours on my back. I wouldn't want to shoot you. I got... Nothing personal against you, but your way of handling this ain't the way I... Put out that lamp.
1: They're coming back. Uh, They're out there now. Stay where you are and stay quiet. I gotta get to a window.
3: All right, Chester, let's ease out the back way. Come on. Yes, sir. They're over here. Stay close to the house. They'll walk toward the porch. We'll have a chance to take them from the side. Yes,
2: yeah, sir.
1: Tell you one thing. Yeah. He's still alive, she's showing I know this time. Hot brand and iron might help? All right, hold it, your cupboard. you, Parker. All right, drop the gun, Barker. Go on, drop it. All right, I did. I dropped it. I give up. Don't shoot.
3: You keep your hands high.
1: That's right, Nate. Keep them up high. John? Johnny, no. Say hello to Parker for me. No, Johnny, just no. <laughs> Johnny, I had my hand... Uh.
3: All right, drop your gun, Johnny.
1: Sure, Marshal. I'm through with it now.
3: He had his hands in the air. He had no call to shoot him.
1: You—you'd have took him in alive. He might have got out of it. This way it works out better. More sure. Oh.
3: Johnny? Yeah, Marshal. Well, I guess you know how you stand. You don't have a chance. It don't matter. I lasted till it was finished. What started it? An argument over the split?
2: No split. I wasn't in with them. They. They followed me here from Texas. That's right, Marshal. I'm Johnny Red.
3: I never doubted it.
1: They thought I was double-crossing them. They laid for me out here at the ranch. Thought they'd kill me. And her. They beat her, Marshal, trying to find out where she kept her money. But she wouldn't tell. She lied to him. Said it was buried down by the riverbank.
3: Where is it buried, Johnny?
1: No place. I took it into the bank for her last week. You what? I, I figured it wasn't safe for her to keep it here.
3: Been a lot easier to get your hands on it,
1: though, when you were ready to leave, huh? So you still think a mother can't tell? Sure, Marshal. I've been called Johnny Red for years now. But my real name is Billy Crail. I, I wasn't
2: lying about that. She was my mother. Huh? She was my had just stayed away, hadn't come back home, she'd still be alive.
1: It was her own son, you might say, that caused her death. Uh,
3: Doc says she wouldn't have lived through the winter anyway. And Billy made her happy for a month at least. I don't know, Chester. I don't know.
0: Now our star, William Conrad. Thank you, George. You
3: know what I like about L and M's is they're mild and mighty easy on the draw. When you get right down to it, no filter stacks up with L and M's pure white miracle tip for quality or effectiveness. Darn good smoke. See for yourself. L and M stands out from all the rest. <laughs>
0: Gunsmoke, produced and directed by Norman McDonald, stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. The special music for Gunsmoke was composed and conducted by Rex Corey. Sound patterns by Tom Hanley and Bill James. Featured in the cast were Sam Edwards, Virginia Gregg, Vic Perrin, Lawrence Dobkin, and Paul Dubois. Harley Bear is Chester, Howard McNear is Doc, and Georgia Ellis is Kitty. Remember, listen again next week for another transcribed story of the Western Frontier when Matt Dillon, Chester Proudfoot, Doc, and Kitty, together with all the other hard-living citizens of Dodge, will be with you once more. It's America growing West in the 1870s. It's Gunsmoke, brought to you by L&M Builders.